What is going on, everybody? It's our show, back in for another recording of the Footline Podcast with Joey and Felix. How are you guys doing today? Yo, what's up, man? Doing well, doing well. Happy birthday again. Thank you, thank you. Yes, we're yeah. recording this on my birthday, so no days off, no days off. So remember that. We got the podcast out even though it's my birthday. I should be out drinking in, or in a ditch somewhere. So, uh, but yeah, today we're <laughs> Carnival. Carnival came out on Friday, um, so we're recording this on Sunday, and so we've had a few days of Carnival, so we're going to talk about um, how it's been. Basically, we know everything that's coming except for the exact players, but we can have a, we have a rough guess, so that'll be good enough to talk about, and we can talk about the promo as what we think about it. And then I have uh, just a story to tell, basically, from what happened last week, um, doing some objectives and kind of a funny situation that happened, and, I, and resolved out to be fine, but it's just something that I kind of want to talk about. The community. It's about the toxicity of the community as a whole. But I think we'll we'll lead in that at the end. So uh, basically, I think we should start with Carnival. So Felix, like, how uh, what did you think? What have you thought of Carnival so far? And then what was kind of we're getting in the future? Um, I, I didn't know what to expect when when they announced it that something was coming. So I went into it pretty, you know, open as to what would come. And so far, I'm I'm loving it, man. I think it's really good. I like the the team they put in packs. You know, every promo has got to have something in packs because. In the end, EA want want to make money as well, but the absolutely by far the best part is what they gave us outside of that. The, the SPCs have been good, maybe a bit expensive at times, but generally I like them. the The Hulk SPC, for example, is a bit overpriced in my opinion, but Mendy has been all right. Um, today's card, Lim, is it Lim? No, it's not Lim Bombe, is it? I forgot his name. The Belgian dude. Uh, Lim Bombe. Yeah. Is it Limbombe? Oh, look at me. Oh, it's a decently yeah, priced I one. Think, just look at it. I, just look I think that's fantastic in terms of the price as well. Then we got a flashback, which is sick. My favourite part is the objectives, though, where we've got something to play for. You, you get to use a, a unique team, which, to be fair, it is a bit painful playing with these silver at, at times, because they're just bad. Like, No two ways about it. It's bad cards, tough to play with. But it's so satisfying when you score with them, because you know they're bad and take so much effort. And you know what you're playing for as well, and that makes it so much fun. Because you just play, try and get these wins for some some really good cards as well, to be fair. I think EA have nailed it so far. Absolutely uh, yeah, nailed Joey, it. Yeah, Joey, what have your early thoughts on it so far? Ben? Um, I like the objectives that they're adding in to allow players to go in and, and get cards without... You know, spending money because I think we've talked about it in the past in the previous podcast how a lot of these promotions and it sounds like they're listening to the feedback. The only thing that I'm I don't want to say I'm upset about, but because of how the gameplay is and the players you can put on your team for them to be effective, a lot of the players are really will never make it on any of my teams just because they're not viable in game. Um, I don't know if you guys feel the same way about any of the players. I mean, Gabriel Jesus, maybe he's he he can make oh. it on a team, but like Icardi will never ever ever be on a team of like mine. A <laughs> he's a yeah. They're not gonna make a team of mine, not because the cards are bad. Right? Well, Ben Arthur is bad because he's he's only got stamina for until half time basically. But these these cards aren't gonna make it into my team because my team is just better than than the cards. If you look at the cards themselves, they're actually really good. Like Taliska, for example, I think is a very, very good card. Yeah, but for like a casual, I don't want to say casual, but, you know, someone who has maybe like an untradeable team, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the players are not 
I don't want to say good enough, but you know what I mean? Like, a lot of the players, they're not meta enough to fit on a team. I will like, say that. Yeah, to... There is a couple of yeah. key stats missing, for example, when you look at Emre Chan. But I don't even mind that. It's a, it's a free card. I don't expect free icons or team of the year caliber players or something. So I'm I'm happy with it to be honest. I think I just want to get Kaliska, it up. Yeah, bring Kaliska especially is more than good enough. Well, for me, like, why would I go do the objective if I can't use the player? I I just like it for for the card collecting as well because I like having something to play for and I yeah. know what I'm getting. I know what I'm playing for. I think it's more for me, yeah, having something to do during the week playing wise more than it is actually the card I'm getting. It, it's just something different, man. And we've we've been asking for a. For a casual game mode in, in the podcast as well for for ages, and oh yeah, yeah, I do like the way I, I the like way the... they did this. That's kind that's kind of the casual game mode we've got now is the online singles with the objectives. That is exactly what I'd love for the tournaments. No, no, I agree with you. Like I said, I think the my main issue is with the gameplay not allowing you to bring in some of the players that they're releasing. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I love the direction they went with this. It's just the problem is the gameplay doesn't allow you to bring in like a Muller on as your center forward or a Bonucci as one of your center backs because he doesn't have enough pace or he doesn't have enough stamina, things like that that are bugging me. It's more of a gameplay issue, not a promo issue. I oh, think yeah, this that, promo that, is one of the better ones yeah. for sure. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, because like, like you said, they're not getting into like a, a like a 27-3 and three team. Like you're not going to go 27-3 and three with like really any of these players bar Neymar, I guess. Or maybe Dybala, I don't know. I mean, right wing, but obviously switching game. That might be good enough. But, like, for me, it's 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 a really good promo for people that are, like, gold three to gold one. Because your team isn't going to be icons or team of the years. You're not, you're not going to be at that level. But, like, a Pulisic. It, Pulisic and Naki Williams and Bellerin, the three bench players. Those are, I mean, Bellerin probably not. But, like, those two are now, like, Pulisic was never usable this year. But he's got the, four, is he four star, four star, I believe? Um, so he's got four star at least I know that. Yeah, he's four star, four star, ninety nine acceleration, ninety five sprint speed, eighty three finishing. But you can put a what sniper on there, ninety five shot power. Um, oh yeah, yeah, for 94 sure. Ninety four agility Like so, like I, those are the players I think we've talked about before. It's making unusable players usable for maybe a, a, like a mid tier level player for weekend league. Yeah, I don't think there's too many cards because if if the whole team was like Neymar's. Like someone like of that level of that tier, because Neymar right. could go in your team right now, assuming you have the coins. That Neymar would go perfect. Yeah. Like you would love to have that Neymar in your team, I would assume. But if if the yeah, whole, yeah, if sure. all like six, what is it, uh, fourteen players? If all fourteen players were two point nine nine million coins, then we would be all we'd be pissed. Like because you'd never pack any. No, of no, them. yeah, yep. I'm, 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 but that's not even what I mean. I mean like the Bonucci, for example, that they came out with with sixty five pace. I'm not asking them to put seventy or seventy five pace or eighty pace on him. Yeah. My problem is I can never use him because of how the gameplay is. So no, I I'm agree. hoping yeah. yeah, that's that's really what I'm getting at. I think the actual promo, like I said, is is probably one of the better ones really saw. My two favorite have been Future Foot Stars and this one, I yeah. think. And both me. of those, those have taken unusable cards and made them usable. Like, yeah, again, for exactly. your your mid-tier players. Like you right. said, the, game, would... the gameplay doesn't allow for certain, like, even out of the world, 70 pace, 92 defending, 82 physical, and it's essentially an unusable card. Right, and even the flashback company that came out today, uh, 70 pace, I think he's also got 92 defending. It's a really, really solid card. But you just, at, at a higher level, you can't use them. Yeah. I wish, like, there was some cards here, like the Pulisic that we talked about. I wanted to make a Bundesliga team now just because I saw this card. I'm like, oh, you know, it might be fun using him. Yeah. But If you bump I up played, the finishing, he's a good card, but he's not going to be uh, a bop. Right, and then 
I get to the fifteenth win mark on weekend league, and then you see what you come up again. It's like uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be when it's tough. It. If if you're not in these super tough competitive games at the very highest level, I think these cards are more than usable. Yeah, no, that's I think that's and that's what we're asking for the SBCs is just to be at that level. Or not the SBCs, the promos. Give us cards like that, like. Um, who was I trying to think of? Oh, that that whatever guy today. I already forget his name. Bumbell or whatever is something. Um, I think I that card. Again, yeah, <laughs> it's something Bumbelle. But I just Lim Bombay. I think it was. Yeah, Lim Bombay. Uh, I just looked at his um regular card. It's seventy six, eighty nine pace, and then um he's now like if you look at his card now again that's a card he's got five star four star ninety six pace or whatever it was he's a usable card now for like a four four two. Something like that, where you cross. He's got 99 crossing, I believe, as well. Yeah. Uh, so, like, with the new cross, like, the crossing meta, like, that's a usable card for someone that's, like, gold three. That's and, Or has, a, like, a Ligon team. Maybe with that Falcao. I know they don't strong link, but you fit that Falcao, that bomb, whatever, I already, yeah, bomb belle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I get what you're saying. I guess they get, they have something for every. I mean, they got the prime icon moments that came out. So, I, you know, now that I look at it, they probably do have something for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, uh... They're still not, I mean, there's still a few more coming out. They're coming out with the Italian ones tomorrow, aren't they? Uh, I think Italy's tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. So, so it'll just be one. We'll, and then, well, it'll be a prime icon moment and then an SPC. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they've got, I guess, something for everybody. Now that I look at it, take a look at it again, but... Uh... No, and I do I do agree with what you're saying. It's very hard, though, because, like... Um... God damn it, Felix. You just so distracted me with that message. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just got post more in my head. Uh, no, it's okay. So... Like you said, it's but it's it. At some point, do you want it to be like where there's only a limited amount of people used for top, like your top 100 kill? Because essentially, what we're saying is elite, elite three, maybe or maybe just elite two and higher is what you're talking about. There's no players in this promo or really any promo that are going to get into those teams. Maybe Vinicius Junior's one. Um, looking back at like foot future stars and stuff like that, but yeah, that's insane, Todd. W- like, would you want more cards that are usable at that level? I know, like you, you definitely would because of the way you switch your team and stuff like that. Well, but like. It, I, mean, I guess it well, is boring to watch. Like, um, it would be it would be so cool if we had just a vast pool of players that are usable at the very top level as well, like Vinicius Junior, like that Future Stars Mendy left back card. Yeah. Or Awada well, no, the centre mid. The thing I've most recently, Mike Lebel put out a tweet um, right after that, right after EA sent out emails to the verified players saying that this, yeah. they're going to add. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. going to add the. Uh, I don't know what they call it, but like more of a leveling, leveled playing field for people can't for use just more the qualifiers because the qualifiers are right. on your own right. on your yeah. own squads, yeah. Right. So Mike Lebel then tweeted out, uh, "What are the most useless ninety rated or above players?" And I can think of so many. So again, I, I don't think the problem. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of them. That was an, just there's more than that. So yeah. the problem is there's high rated gold players that you cannot use in the game. So it comes back to, it's not necessarily them releasing quote-unquote usable cards. It's making those types of players more usable. Like the difference, and you and I talked about this, Rob, the difference between a Pogba and a Hullet is far too big. Like it's far too much. And a 90-rated Hullet and an 88-rated Pogba is night and day. Like yeah. it's, they're not even comparable. And Pogba's so, almost kind of usable too, but like it's so still yes. a huge gap. Now you take it. He Chris. was he was at the beginning of the year. He was very, very you, you'd see him I don't I'd never see him anymore. I did see him at the beginning of the year, which is understandable as as the game progresses, 
players are not going to be as viable and the meta changes, all that good stuff. But the difference in bringing a 90 rated player of a Hullet and, an, and a Pogba is night and day. So I don't know what they can do to kind of balance that out a little bit. Kurt spoke about it quite a bit because he doesn't have the team that a lot of the other pros do. And when he, he went to the event... That, yeah. Yeah, as he went to a, to the event in Atlanta, he he kind of spoke about. It. He said, "Man, the difference the players I was able to use at the event compared to what I'm using at home, which is understandable, is way too drastic." So maybe in FIFA 20 they can somehow make those 90 rated like Harry Kane. You don't see Harry Kane ever. He's unusable. He's 90 plus rated, um, you know, with informs and everything. But his regular card is 90 rated. You don't you never see him. James Rodriguez, the UCL Live, 90 rated. I never see him. Cruz is a big one because of how good he is at world comparison. The, the, right, way, so... the way the meta is, it's just way too one-dimensional. And they, they just lack one or two key stats that make them unusable at the top level in the current meta. And they're, they're not entirely unusable. You could get away with, with those players in draft and still win the draft comfortably if you're a competent player. But if we're talking foot champs and and rivals, those players just aren't good enough because they lack stamina, they lack pace, for example. And that is that's just a, not even a problem in in the difference you just said between players like Hullet and Pogba, that the difference is too big. The, the problem is just the... In in that case, the, the problem is how narrow, I want to say, the meta is. Mm-hmm. How little options you have to play this game. There is one or two very specific ways to play this game that will be successful and the, the rest you'll just see yourself punished. And those players don't fit that mold because of very few certain key stats. But uh, to come to come back to um, your point with the difference between a Hullet and a Pogba, for example, being too big, I think they should just scale down, really, I think, that the difference that one stat point... 100% agree with that. 100%. I, I, don't, know, I don't know how much traits and speciali- well specialities do nothing. It's just triggered by in-game stats. Um, yeah. Kind of pointless, but I don't know how much traits and body frame and and such matters. That, that's I, hard to huge. that's I hard mean, to to determine a value for. I think Pogba and Hullet are a great comparison that you use because of their yeah. body frames. Their like just like the side where their stats are. Just like it's Pogba's stats like realistically aren't that far like behind Hullet, but no, there's a not. huge gap. Yeah. There's also that I mean this is going back to when they started adding icons or when they were actually back to legends. Um, was that the theory that they're just better, even though the stats could be the same? Like, obviously, we don't see that with, like, some, like, you're not going to see, like, closely used, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But, like, there is that theory that just, like, Hullet could have the exact same stats as Pogba, and he's still going to have a huge gap. I don't believe in, in that, per se. I don't think there is hidden stats or hidden boosts or something. Yeah. I think if two players have the same stats, like literally the exact same in-game stats, and one of them feels significantly better than the other, I think then it's time to look at the height, the weak foot, the skill moves, mm-hmm. and their, their body frame, and all of that, and, and the traits. I don't know how much difference these things make. It's hard to, to put a value on, onto that. It is, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, Like I said, yeah. I think the uh, Pogba Hullet is so good, because you can compare 88 Pogba to even 86 Hullet. I think I think that maybe would you like I don't know you guys have probably used them more than me. Have you guys used the eighty six hole much? Or um, at all? I've not used them at all actually. Okay, I haven't saying. used them, but I've come up against them, and he's actually not as bad as his card states. Because I mean, like, where would you compare him next to just regular Pogba? I guess, but I mean, there's a ninety one rated Pogba, and it's still not as good though. The, no, that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that the eighty six hole it's probably even better than just the regular Pogba too. Yeah. Which I would crazy, say he's yeah. probably better. It's just overpriced, but he is better, yeah. I'd say. 
I, yeah, I of think course, the... yeah. The price comes into play too, but that's that's really not what we're talking about. That we're talking about just right. level of yeah, player. The main thing that makes Hoodit stand out from Pogba, I think, is just that he's perfectly well-rounded. He's got great defensive stats as well. He's got very good balance and agility. And in some of those areas, Pogba is just lacking. He's not got ideal work rates for CDM either, where a lot of people play both Pogba and Hullet, because Pogba is high-low, Hullet is high-medium. That might make a big difference. But I, th I think it's down to balance, agility. He's Hullet's got the five-star weak foot. Because when, like I've got Pogba in my main team. The things that I feel like he lets me down with the most are his, his literally his dribbling, balance, agility. He feels stiff and slow sometimes. And his passing. Though those are my main complaints with him. Other than that, I think he's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. he well, you said dribbling. That slow. He feels it's not necessarily the dribbling on the ball, it's just his turning and, and twisting. Mm -hmm. He feels a bit slow in that sometimes. Yeah, so I have the I, I just brought a flat bed on my phone, that's why I was on my phone. But um I I put like the eighty eight Pogba in comparison with Hullet. So eighty six Hullet has uh fifty three more in games stats total um than pogba and his face card actually has seven more I, the face card stats really obviously don't matter that much but has seven more even for an 86 versus an 88 um obviously pogba has the better dribbling but holet has the better pace shooting and defending and then pogba, same passing and then pogba's at the better physical so it's just, it's just like trying to I, I think it's just interesting to compare those two cards like just like yeah i think those were really good examples because then if you look at their info um you get the four star five star of pogba but five star three star of holet both six foot three. Um, I just I have scrolled down. It says age fifty six versus twenty five. But no, uh, medium medium versus high low. So Pogba's high low this year. I don't know if he's always been high low or not, but that's an interesting yeah. one. I think that could be a huge piece too for people. The high Regardless, low. I mean, the, the argument isn't that is if Hullet's better than Pogba. We both know that. The argument is it, he's like much much better than him. That's the problem. They're so close, but it's so the difference is so large. I yeah. think that is down to um, down to what I said that the the, the impact one in game stat difference has is too big. They need to scale that down. Like you've played with these silvers, it's they are shocking. It's really hard to imagine that there can be worse players on the game. I I have no idea what he's playing with bronzes. I don't really want to explain. Uh, it's it. awful. I've been doing it with my uh, they, Lua account. And so I couldn't bad. even win against Division I think Seven. That's way too much. Because in the end of the day, they are still based off of professional footballers so they should be able to control pass they should be able to finish and pass up to a certain point obviously you should feel a difference for mm -hmm. the for the high rated top tier players uh, that's not my point i think just that the difference is bigger than it should be and the other problem that factors into that i think like we said the way the way the meta is that maybe people try and enforce a very certain playstyle that is one of the few playstyles that is successful in this game. Maybe they try and force that onto a player that's just not fit to that playstyle. And maybe that that's what makes the difference feel bigger as well. Yep. So it really is, is a problem of not only in the way the, the stats work, but also in, a, in, a, in the way that the game is played and the game mechanics work. I think. It, possibly, but still... It, it's still like the 90 rated players that are close in statistics. They sometimes just don't, the, the way they perform on FIFA is not close enough to their actual stats. That's what some, a lot of the times it bugs me that you can't, it, you can't use a 90 rated player on your team. Even, even Isco, for example, unusable. Like, uh, yeah. And that's one for me. I got the fuck miss and I was like, at the time he was sort of usable for me. 
but real well, because not, yeah. His his key stats, like the stats when Isco stands out is mainly passing and, and dribbling and, and those are just not relevant enough in comparison to height, physicality, yeah. pace, shooting stats. I mean, even think about it this way, the pros, right, that play at the events. You you will see team of the year, team of the year Messi every now and then, but he's not on everybody's team. He's he's selected as either a super sub or someone who just likes him over the other players. But the majority of the time, they're using CR seven, uh, R nine. Uh, also, he's a team of the year Mbappe, team of the year Neymar. You won't see Messi. So there there's a lot of things that go into how they can try to make it a little bit more towards the passing stat mattering or the dribbling mattering a little bit more. I don't know. I think they need to do a little bit something next year so that players with those stats stand out and they're not irrelevant. Yeah, something no, that agree. comes to my mind when, when you speak of the passing is something I've I found with recently with the, the bus meta, which is obviously annoying, but a lot of people resort to whacking long through balls down the wing, lofted through balls as well. And I think they are just way too accurate. How many times in real life do you see a player just ping an inch-perfect through ball over 70 yards? That's that's not easy to do. And yeah, every time we see I it, it's like on Twitter, people are like, this is why he's such a good passer. Like when you see like Cruz do it or if you see like Ozil do it to like, I don't know, yeah. a winger or something like that. But you're like, these are the best passes in the world doing it, not my silver player. Yeah, and, and some like regular Randy Gold cards, they, they can pull out these passes, and I, I think that should not be the case. They they should succeed with it every now and then, but not every single time with, with the success rate they have. Yeah, I think this goes back to, I think we talked about passing three to four podcasts ago. We, we just talked about how it really, that like the stat doesn't matter as much because sometimes sometimes passing is trash it's that i mean passing is more dependent on the gameplay than the stat in my opinion like i feel like if the gameplay is really clean it doesn't matter who you have on the ball it's their pass they you can literally ping barcelona style it's too with your assisted team. yeah far too assisted and i think stallion sama made a one hour long video showcasing so many problems with passing it's it's unbelievable and this is why passing is the most irrelevant stat on mo the majority of the cards yes you still need at least like 80 and above but the way it lofts it to get past a defender or the oh, way it auto-corrects it, even if you cut off a passing lane, that all needs to be corrected for FIFA 20. If it mm -hmm. stays like this, it's 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 going to continue to only having a select few being viable for teams. Yep. Even at an elite level, it should never be where I look at a promo and I'm like, well, I can't really use any of these guys. But in reality, you've got Immobile, who's 91 rated, 91 shot. He should be like damn i gotta i can put him on my team like i should feel like a lot of these players even though they're not in the 90s or whatever they should still feel like they have a spot on my team yeah so i'm not expecting them to release neymar like the 96 neymar all over in the promo that's not what i'm expecting i'm expecting yeah, 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 yeah. just to have more options so that's i guess what yeah I like ucl live cruise is 91 and he's or his even with check his regular gold card his regular gold card has more value as an SBC than it does a player on your team which is just makes no sense for a 90 rated player like that just doesn't like he sh he's one of the best midfielders in the world and, like even like regular modric this year modric probably doesn't People don't feel like he's as much SBC fodder, but that's because he's got the team of the year card. But Mod Modric is really the same boat. His regular card is not usable. And it's an 89, right? Something like that. Um, so, 
to to ninety, I believe. Is it really a ninety? Modern I, 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 I don't think it's ninety-one. It's ninety-one, isn't he? Ninety-one. Oh Jesus go. Christ, you got a huge upgrade. And he's still unusable though. That's probably why I don't know what his rating is. Yeah. It's because he essentially, if you overpacked him, you're like, oh Jesus, hopefully there's an icon SBC out, so he has some value. Yeah. Um, and it goes back to the argument of, do you want a realistic simulator or an arcade game? Right now, it's in the middle of the two, really, because you've got alternados going top bins, but then you've got like you can't pass you can't uh how do i put it you can't beat park the bus through passing because everything gets clogged mm-hmm. yeah that's so it's that's... like that's they're trying to emulate how hard it is to break down a defense but then you've got alternado crossing <laughs> and alternado volleys going into the back of the net from outside of the box the, the so you, you can't have that it's got to be either arcadey or realistic you can't have both the, the bigger problem i find with breaking down the ai is not necessarily even the passing is is more so the fact that the attacking ai this year is just so bad like the runs they make compare it to fifa 17 and 18 look at the ai look at the beautiful runs they make and attack to get in behind the defense to to beat the defender and look at what they're doing this year how many times have you seen your central striker start start a run on the outside and the second you press pause, he just stops and cuts inside and runs away from the ball. It just makes no sense, man. The attack and AI is really bad this year. And I mm. think that's a, a big, big problem that makes it so hard to break down the AI when someone is parking the bus. Take some of the defensive AI and just give it to the attack. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> just they take have, a little bit of brain cells it. and move, move some brain cells. They have it in, They've have it there because there are clips... If you guys look on YouTube, there are clips of people who have made videos on FIFA 17 of how the attacking AI was. So it's there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, a, it's, it's there for them to use. Why they've scaled back the attacking AI is a little bit confusing to me. I don't know if they just didn't want score lines to be, you know, 7-7 or 8-7 or whatever. Which goes back to the realism um, factor. Like, 8-7's right. if... not bad in a fully arcade footballing game. 8-7's bad if you want to look like the game's sort of realistic. Yeah. It's, it, but like you know, what I mean? like you know what I mean, like when FIFA 18 pre-patch week one, people were scoring a ton, and people were like, "Oh, this isn't realistic." Well, it's, we've been arguing that we don't want it realistic because realistic means that it's not you're not going to be. I don't know, it's not going to be a good game. Like it's not going to be a balanced game if it's realistic. Yeah, I don't I'd know. Do, I mean, because I, I feel like the arcade style works better for a, a, a pro. Like I a agree pro with scene. you. It works better, but it, then it what it does is it makes only a certain few players become viable to yeah. use. That's yeah. the problem with it. And I tweeted out a few days ago, actually, the uh, how they were promoting FIFA 19. So they were saying the three things they really wanted to address, not address, but kind of put out there was the active touch system, which the active touch system is horrible. I never use it. Do, do you guys use it when you receive a ball? I use it in the like, beginning. I use it in the beginning just so it was fun to see, like, like a Ribéry flick it over his head while he's, right. well, he's got the left back in front of him, but he catches it with his back heel. Flick it to your left and around the defender and stuff. So, like, they, I think the example they showed on Twitter. Sorry. I don't know. what Like, the active touch system is when you flick the right stick and then it flicks the ball to the side up in the air and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know how I literally, I literally remember... just used that to set myself up for volleys because volleys are so OP in this game. That's the only thing I use this for. They're, they're pointless in dribbling, really. You know what I th- thought of it when I first read it? You guys remember that goal that Bergkamp did? Yeah, when he... over the defender? That's what I envisioned being able to do oh. when there's a defender behind me and being able to, to take the first touch and flick it in the air and you know, beat the defender that way. Well, wasn't that the example they showed, like, on, like, when they showed, like, the video that came out, when they said, it would say, like, active touch 
on the dribbling on the bottom, and it was like they sw- they did like a big field switch, and Ribery was on the end of it. I think, and like yeah, he like sticks his back heel, and he flicks so like he flicks it back heel over the left back that's in front of him, or right. It would have been the right back because he's left mid. The right back's basically in front of him, and the right back knows he's about to receive the ball, but instead of flat receiving it at his feet, he runs into it and like back like flicks it over him, so the right back kind of stood still, and like that's how you get like a rounded yes. defender, and that's like how they advertised it. But I, I, yes, I've never so, seen someone use that. Right, I've never seen it. You can't even replicate that. The second thing they said was deep, dynamic, tactic options, which is completely the opposite of that. They've made it more simplistic, and you see everyone using pretty much the same tactics. So. I'd say that. Well, I think that what they mean is there's just more options, but there's only like three usable options. It's either like, well, it's, but like I, th- I know what you mean. It's it's not even deep now. It's deep in comparison right. to like before when you could only switch. Like I only want to go attacking or defending. It's, so it's a little deeper than that, but there's realistically no they, use for it. You know, they, they gave us something in terms of setting up different formations. and That's and cool. Different. I like that. They, they sure. also taken away the, the fine-tuning that you could do when you could yes. manually adjust your width to a value of 77 or 65. Mm-hmm. And now you can just flick through 10 different bars or something. Yeah, that's true. I feel like if they if they could bring back the the number value on the slider, that would be much better. I think you have yeah, much- I can't do offside trap either anymore. That used to be an option for your. Uh, oh, it's like an always setting, yeah. Instead of just pressing down arrow oh, twice, yeah, it was like an always. Right. Your defenders that, were just then- set up to like like Arsenal today played a pretty high line, and your defenders were basically set up to play like offside traps like that because they knew they could yep. catch up to the pace of some of the players. Yeah, so you can't do that. There's a lot of things that they've advertised at the beginning of the year that just don't reflect what they wanted in the game. I don't even know how we got to this topic, to be honest with you, but my whole point is whatever they were trying to do this year, if they could somehow implement it and actually do it in FIFA 20 Mm -hmm. and then somehow balance the difference between an arcade or a realistic game and, and try to at least mimic somewhat of a rep- representation of football by being able to use, like like I said, a UCL Live, James Rodriguez, 90 rated, exceptional on the ball and passing. Mm-hmm. If they can replicate how he can play in the game, then promos like these, I think, for elite players will be even better yes. because a lot of these players can fit your team. One thing I had from what <laughs> Felix said to the numbers... Um, I think, honestly, they. I think there was a huge outcry in the numbers. Because remember, someone would be like, okay, so what if I have my uh, uh, width on 90, and now I switch it to 85? What does that look like in-game? Because we didn't really know. Like, yeah, obviously, we, if you switch it from 90 to 40, for 90 to 40, there was a visual. You could see. on you, There's a, jet, you, a huge notice when you're playing not 90 with versus 40 with but i don't think i don't think they could determine what the difference between 90 and 85 was so they're like okay we we, we need to do something because we they, people keep asking we have no clue what it means um and so they just were like okay if we make 10 spots those 10 or 10 percent 20 percent 30 percent 40 percent 50 percent 60 percent 10 percent we can actually explain that whatever 90 with versus 80 with is a little bit bigger so they really just couldn't explain each number from one to 100 what it did so they just like got rid of it which is not the right way you're supposed to do it but i think that's my theory at least i, I doubt it but i don't know if you guys would agree with that they just couldn't explain it so they just gave up yeah, it's, it's tough to explain as well, though. Same with the stats. I wish we could just see a visual representation. For example, 90 pace versus 60 pace. We see a race of two players with, other than the pace stat, the, the same in-games, the same body type. Yeah, no ball involved. Then, because then the we see when two different the players, ball. like a small and a big player have a race, a player with good agility and, and bad agility have a race through like a parkour with obstacles and, and things. Just to 
to have a few different scenarios that impact the certain stats and see what difference in it makes in in those different scenarios. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Almost like the and pitch would... notes, I think, are the are the way forward with that. They were really good. Yeah, they've they... kind of slowed down with them, but they also haven't come out with any as as big. Obviously, the title updates haven't been as large, so the pitch notes haven't been as large. But like that pitch notes to explain finesse shooting, like how they d- nerfed it. Obviously, people can disagree or agree whether they liked it, whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. But like the way they showed, like the the De Bruyne taking the same shot before and after patch, and the percentages of where he's going to hit was. I think that was so much more in depth than they've ever given us. And I think the community yeah. really appreciated that, whether you like the change or not. That's not really again. What I we're I, I like the the pitch notes and the way they give us information. There there is still room for improvement, right? But is a yeah. is a massive step in the right direction, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So um, I find funny though is every time we start talking about promos or anything really we always end up talking about the gameplay don't we well which is i think a big theme on twitter recently is just like yeah. obviously the promos we, the promos have been outstanding this year in comparison to past years there's still work on some of them um like whether you say some are money like headliners really like wasn't as following for future stars headliners wasn't as great but again not every promo has to be an a plus they can have some stinkers yeah. but as because they're giving us more cards in the end of the end of the year like end of, like nepo's uh, most recent draft of glory i was actually watching it today uh, while I was getting ready, and he was just saying, like, he just kind of took a step back while the, he was coming up against someone in draft, and he, the team loaded up, and there's like, nine different card types in his starting 11. And he's like, how awesome is this to look at? Like, you see Future Stars, Headliners, UCL yeah. Live, Informs, Prime Moments, like, and then the new card ball players. The content this year has been awesome. Yeah. They did a great job with the content, for yeah. sure. Yeah, 100%. Just, you don't see it. There's no, for, there's no game mode for us to use them in is number one number yeah. two you can't use them in and the, the game modes that are available you can't use them because they're competitive modes that's really the biggest issue yeah and i think that's why it always ends up coming back to gameplay because you're like okay yeah i just bought like carnival molar and i went to try him out and he's got off like so again it does come up the gameplay at the end of the day and i think that's why every podcast has kind of started off, that has had a promo involved has started out promo and ended up gameplays because the promo only takes you to a certain point of how cool is it that we can go through SBCs, yeah. uh, packs, yeah, and gameplay, or and objectives to get these cards. But then what happens when we put the cards into the team is really the second half of the conversation. And that's where in gameplay needs to be improved. Content, in terms of content as well, I only have one real complaint about content in general this year, and that's the Icon SBCs. I think the way they, yes. they handle these yeah. is it's just, it's just bad. Too slow. Yeah, I, I think they... Know. Last year was obviously really slow as well. But yeah. also the only thing I think I think this year they thought they could get away with being slow because they were in packs. Obviously the prime moments aren't packs, all of them. Um, because like we we know uh, Hull it exists because it's in draft. But like, is it? It's not in packs, right? He he is in packs. Oh, is he, he technically like okay. t- t- try packing him? I've yeah, seen exactly. him on the market. Yeah, the, yeah the most, he is on the market. Uh, Nick from the Run the Foot Market on, on the market at the, most I've ever seen on the market at the same time of his card was I believe two. Yeah, so I think that's like the idea is that. They thought they could go slower this year because they've put him in packs right away. Like, or right away. Like, obviously all the other icons were in packs normally um, before the prime moment. So, like, I think they in th- they thought they could get away with being slow again. And I think the, I think next year we're going to see a huge switch. I think it's too, too late this year. I don't know why they don't just yeah, release him. But at the same time, it's already too late. Like, so, like, whether they release him now or in a month really doesn't matter because it's already too late. So I think they might just keep the regular schedule. But I, I would imagine... This year, next year, we're going to see a huge switch. I thought that I, I think they, they they thought the theory of putting them packs was going to make people not complain about the like how late like R nine coming out in May, uh, April or whatever it is or maybe March. I, w- I would hope That's for FIFA twenty they just release 
all icon SPCs right at the start of the game and let us grind towards them for the rest of the year. That's true, because if they if they like wait a yeah. month and then release them, then they fuck up the market. But I think if they're in the yeah, game because, right because away, then, the then market you've really already got steady. a market that has developed in, into a certain pattern. And yeah, I, I mean, I think the Did jump up that. I think the jump from FIFA 19 to FIFA 20, in my opinion, is probably going to be massive of the changes we're going to see. Mm -hmm. Because as far as feedback goes and them listening, I think they took it a step above this year. And you can see that because right away they made, well, I wouldn't say right away. They did come too late with this. Implementing the, the feedback has been a problem. So I think that's why they're probably going to hold off on a lot of stuff for FIFA 20 because mm -hmm. it's just too late to do anything this year. But them coming out and making more of an even playing field for the pros shows that they've been listening like, hey, someone with a full team of the year and icon team in qualifiers is just completely putting another guy who hasn't put enough money into the game at a disadvantage. So for them to come out and actually say and put limitations on what kind of teams you have for the qualifiers clearly shows that they're listening. Mm -hmm. Another spot where it's they're listening just... was with the uh, with while well, we're talking about icon species as well. The prime moment icon SBC was it the first one. Um, yeah, had a 30 day limit and yeah. people are like these are the best cards in the game these are end game cards once you get this card it will be in your team forever essentially yep. unless like in very rare occasion whatever so maybe like team of the season comes out yeah so maybe like and that by that point you don't really care about your team so you're that's because you're just playing around it's not because there's better team of the season it's yeah. probably because you're just playing around so you can't give us 30 days to do it because what if we miss it and we're screwed and that's the same case with all the other icon species as well it's like if you give us a certain amount of time these are end game cards, so we should have till the end of the game to unlock them, like, because like how like honestly like no one cares about the price of an icon SBC. Like you you could literally make R nine like a five million coin SBC. Obviously that's crazy money, but it probably is gonna be cost that much. But uh, prime moments uh, R nine. But if you gave everyone from the beginning of the year to the end of the year to get it, then you could grind that. You grind packs like because if you open up few points slowly, you play weekend league, you get red rewards. The rewards obviously don't count as informs, but they are high rated players. Yeah. Assuming you get lucky, like you, there's just so many ways to grind like through gameplay and even money. Like if you just want to spend the money, you get them early. Like it's really not that big of a deal. Absolutely, I think I 100% agree. That's why, like I said, I think that the jump from FIFA 19 to FIFA 20 is going to be huge. I think it's going to be both for, with the content and with the gameplay. I, I, I have a strong feeling they're going to do their best to fix a lot of the issues and probably why – we're going to probably talk about this, but you said the, the community's tox, yeah, toxic. Yeah, this is yeah, the next stage I've been up right now. Um, it doesn't yeah, have to be a so. long conversation, but um, yeah, translating that. So I think at the final notes on Carnival as we got off on gameplay top topics, final thoughts on Carnival is it's a great, it's a great uh, um, promo for what the game is now. Um, obviously like, like Joey was saying, like the promo, the promos will get better. Like they could release the same promo next year, but if gameplays fix, it's an even better promo. Like they could literally release the exact same stuff next year. And then people will think it's a better promo if the gameplay's better. So I think as a, as a promo goes to FIFA 19, it's as good as it could be. We have objectives to get the players. We have packs to get the players. And then we have SBCs to get the players. That's, that's the big three right there. Uh, get, let me get it through gameplay. Let me get it through packs and let me get it through SBCs. Like, those are the big three, because then it keeps EA happy and the players happy. Uh, so I think that's good there. So getting into the toxicity. So something happened this uh, last week, actually doing the silver objective, but it was for the um, 50k pack. So I was just, I, I, I forgot about it, honestly. And so it was last day, so it was Thursday night. Yeah, because it come out Friday. Thursday night, I was doing the SBC, and I, or I was doing the silver objective, built a silver team. 
him up against this guy. I score in the first like two minutes, basically, basically a kickoff goal. It was a little bit longer than a kickoff, but essentially it's a kickoff re- realistically in this gameplay. And then he um, starts immediately off his kickoff of my goal. He passes it back to his goalie and does like juggling, and then passes it to his center back, and then just juggling, and then passes it like around his defense. So I immediately, what's my first thought? What has FIFA taught me, or the community as a whole? This guy's salty. I scored that quick. Doesn't want to quit because um, it's last day to do the uh, the objective. I think he's wasting time, so I have to play the entire game out. That's my thought. And so I now immediately go to try-hard mode. I'm going to steal the ball. I'm going to score. I'm going to dab. I So I scored seven goals in the first half and dabbed on him every time. Um, and then at halftime, I get a message. He just says, loser. So I'm like, well, no, I'm winning. <laughs> which is salty, which is salty oh, in its sense. And he's like, I'm clearly messing around and chilling while you're sweating your butt off in singles match. Like, it's a million dollars. You, sir, are the loser. I said, I'm not really sweating. It's very comfortable temperature in my room right now. Again, I'm just being an ass. Because I thought, again, I thought he was a time waster, like, just trying to make me take as much time as possible. Which is still in the end of time. I think he really is. Because, like, if you were really, because, like, what he, he goes on to say that he's, he's already got the objective done and he's just playing with his silver team, just having fun and, like, giving out free wins. Like, he just wants to play the whole game out and then he's going to, but he was dribbling and juggling in the back, so he wasn't even trying to score. Like, he never tried to score on me once. But he, so, but what the other double side of this is that he thought I was being, like, one of the FIFA toxic players. The ones that go in with, like, a full sweat team and try to sweat it out. Uh, play drop, like, you know, he didn't say play drop back, but that's essentially what he was referring to. He said, like, you're playing, like, the it's the esports final. It's just a silver match. Relax and have fun. You're exactly what's wrong with the community. Always tryharding. So I said, I'm, the only reason I was tryharding was because of the pass around the back. And because it's literally, it was, I think, 11.30 Thursday night. So I was trying to go to bed for work Friday, but I needed just, like, two more wins. Like, I think he was my fifth win. So I needed one more after that, So because you need six. And, he, and that's what he says. Yeah, I've already finished. So I said I was tryharding to get the challenge done. So I was trying to make people rage quit, honestly. And I, I got, I think, four rage quits that night. Um, Ooh, no yeah, it was real, well, again, it was last day. So you think most people are quitting if they can't, if they, once they realize it, like once they hit one yeah, goal, they're, they're if I hit one done. goal in the first 10 minutes or two goals before like the halftime, they quit. So that was really nice. But, uh, he said, you got to learn to chill and play just for fun. You're not a pro. Don't, uh, be an ultimate tryhard. I was like, uh, you should have just told me from the beginning that that was going to be a free win. And you just wanted to have fun. I would have just like joked around and like done like different things. I was like, you can't say I'm like a sweat tryhard. My, my rival's team is a bronze team with Lewandowski. Like, I obviously don't care that much. I, and I played a gold three, um, yeah. and then stop. So like I give away wins. So he said, no, I was juggling from the start. I scored before he touched the ball. So I didn't, he wasn't juggling from the start. I scored before it. So once you start juggling after I score, FIFA community has taught me that's time wasting. And so like that, that was really where, that was what I thought. Like, at the end, we we, we at the end we just started messaging like saying like oh so, like sorry we, we both had it like uh the FIFA community has basically screwed both of us over in a way that we were both looked at each other as toxic players when neither of us were being toxic or went into the game trying to be toxic and so like that's what I thought was like an interesting conversation is <laughs> he thought I was toxic because I was tryharding I thought he was toxic because I thought he was time wasting so like it's crazy how much the FIFA community has like structured like just regular players views. Most of the time, I get angry more because of the game rather than than the the people. Obviously, there is some people that where you're genuinely annoyed with, with the guy you're playing because of the way he plays, because he's clearly trying to get under your skin. People just, I don't know. Some sometimes people can be dicks on this game, right? But if you get annoyed and you, you try and take a step back and, and think about what's he, what's he done, like what what happened in the game. Just remember, man, that this guy is in the same position as you. He's he's playing 
a pretty much broken video game. And he's just trying to play it to the best of his ability. There is really no reason to get mad at the dude <clears throat> when when he's just trying to play the game that's been put at his feet. Oh, basically. I agree, yeah. Like, when, even with the dropback, like, that is a scummy way to play. He's playing the video yeah. game that he was given, though. Like, the dropback clearly works, or else people wouldn't do it. Like, it is frustrating to play against. So, like, as much as you want to hate the person, you have to hate the game first, even with dropback. You can hate the people, run too. The... But... Yeah, excuse me for <laughs> interrupting you there, but Run the Foot Market made a, a video a few weeks back where he was talking about this, the state of the game. It was essentially a rant video, and he said something that, that really resonated with me is... With all the competitive games, game modes, and games we are playing, we are trained into sweating our balls off to win every single game. It's not about having fun with the video game anymore. It's just about winning. It's about winning, winning, winning. And that is what causes this toxicity. It's because people are more focused on winning and gaining rewards through playing than they are focused on actually playing the game that they enjoy and having fun with it. Yep. That is not a problem of the community itself. It's what EA have... They created this atmosphere, this this really toxic atmosphere with all the competitive games and all the rewards and stuff people are playing for. And mm -hmm. with, with a system as well, for example, in Weekend League, where you get punished so badly for one loss that shouldn't have happened. Rivals, in that sense, is a much better game mode because you know it's going to be competitive. You know it's going to be a try-hard game. So you don't really get that ang angry at the, the people. Because you you know they're they're on your level, they're trying their best to win. What then annoys me in, in rivals is more so the, the game than anything else. But it's it's a much better game mode because if you lose, it just doesn't matter that much. You lose a few skill rating points. What's the problem with that? Mm -hmm. it, it you still get rewarded in terms of your like obviously it's not as high, but you're rewarded yeah. in terms of your rank. Like that week, you get like, your weekly you get your points, points yeah. for, for the rank. Yeah. Um, but I think the two, like something you came up against yeah. with uh, is something we kind of talked about in the past is that. We want the fun tournament game modes, almost like these silver objectives. We want these back routinely. Um, and we kind of mentioned that I don't think pe people think it's going to be the same as it was in 15, 16. It's, it's just no, not. I think the two biggest examples is look at the draft when it first came out in FIFA 16 versus what the draft has become either today or FIFA 17, 18, and then today. Um, it is way sweatier. You see drop back and draft now. FIFA 16, it was literally just a game mode you played when you were bored of like the regular game. And then it was just super fun. You got the draft really high-rated players, and you got just got to play casual gameplay. Like, no one really cared. Obviously, people were going for rewards there, but at the end of the day, they didn't care because that, that wasn't in their head to be winning all the time. And then yeah. if you look at Fuddies, I think it was FIFA 16. Was that when you could get the Royce Aubameyang um, Yeah, through the cards? tournament. Yeah, the yep. tournament. Look at that tournament. Yep. That tournament was for crazy high-rated and meta cards. Aubameyang, I think he had four-star weak foot, 99 pace. And that was back before, like, crazy amount of icons and Team of the Year, like, like, all these cards. That card was one of the most meta cards in the game. That was still a fun tournament for someone. Back then, I was really bad because I didn't play much online because I was at school, so, like, the Wi-Fi couldn't hold up to it. So, like, I barely played online, so I wasn't very good. That tournament was still a ton of fun for me to try to win. I think I only won it twice, so I didn't get the Royce, I think, was the highest reward. Um, but, like, now look at that versus DKT last year. Or whatever it was, yeah. Last year when they put the Team of Seasons in DKT. <laughs> that yeah, was the yeah. first time I mean, through. We, the first time you won that. If you try to play it the first day, that was a sweat fest, and it was yeah, horrible we, to play. We spoke about it last week. We we predict both of the things we predicted is is the silver cards went up in price, which yeah. we knew would, would happen. Yeah, which is okay, traders. but it's not too bad. And it became now the objectives became a sweat fest. There's tryhards. People are going to go in there, which is completely normal because they're trying to get the reward as mm -hmm. quick as possible. Yep, to go so back and sweat in weekend league. <laughs> right. So that's why I'm saying like. 
the game mode, the quote unquote fun game modes, I don't think introducing them will do anything because you're just gonna if if you put a reward on it, mm-hmm. you're gonna get the either the pros or the elite players to then go into that mode to get the reward. And it's, it's just going to cause the same vicious cycle. It's the same thing. That's why I don't think a game mode, a fun game mode with a reward is the answer. You need to have like a completely separate... It has to be a uh, tournament. Is I think the, the only yeah. middle tier is it has to be a tournament that you can only win once. Which, again, it re- doesn't actually give that much content out. Because if you're a pro, you win the four games and you're like, okay, it's been an hour and now I'm done for the week. So it has to be consistent. It has to be a lot of tournaments. But I think... Ter- these silver objectives are really fun, don't get me wrong, and I'm, I'm loving them. I'm about to go do them after this and then this yeah, whole yeah. week. But, like, I, I know what you're saying. Like, it is a sweat fest. Like, I mean, I saw on Twitter, AHA3, he said, I'm loving this objective of silver players, but it's been five games and the gameplay is so bad with silver players that I'm getting bored, which is, like, his yes. opinion. Like, I actually, I played, I've played, like, 15 games since last week with my silver team. I have a silver Super League team, and I'm loving every game. So it's, it, that's, like, his opinion on that part, but the, what, that's not what I really wanted to bring up. The top comment on that tweet, I don't know if it still is or not, it says, why don't you just do the draft gl- or the uh, glitch? He's, like, w- like he, and he, was, he put, like, the question mark, or, like, he did, like, the like a questioning face, like an emoji, and someone's like, yeah, everyone's just scoring one goal and then quit, like, and then doing the, the no-loss glitch. Or whatever, because then you get the win. If you if you're winning, you get the win. Exactly. So it's 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 going back to people don't care about having fun. They care yeah. about getting the reward. That's it's it's tr- we've been trained to yeah. be that way. So it's it is what it is. But that's why I don't think a quote unquote fun game mode with a reward is really the answer. Like the objectives are great, and mm-hmm. if they add more of them, even better. But they need to figure out a way where they can just get rid of somehow create a game mode where there's no reward and you can go in and have fun. Maybe maybe a free draft mode where you don't pay 15,000 coins, but there's that was no Madden. reward. Yeah, that was, Madden has that. Or there actually is a reward, but it's so... It's like, honestly, you just get like random... Like if they just gave out random consumables, like as a reward, like you could get... It's like a... like a consu- Basically, they give out consumable packs. I think that's what Madden had done. Like that, I, I, I haven't played Madden for like a few fitness, years. Squad fitness card? I think, that's what, I think that's honestly what Madden's was, if I remember. People can correct me on the podcast. If just tweet at me or just... I think there's a comment spot on iTunes as well. You can leave a review and leave it in there. Um, but I believe Madden... I haven't played in a few years, but I believe they're free entry. Like, you don't actually get, like, player packs at the end. I think you just get, like, consumables. Which, honestly, Dude, for FIFA, that'd be great. huge. Uh, imagine that you could grind... Like, it's a gr- that's a hell of a grind to play four games for a consumables pack. But that, I mean, if you're struggling with squad fitnesses for Weekend League... You go through that, and like you just get like you you do eight games, and you get like two like three or four squad fitnesses out of consumable pack. Like if it was a rare consumable pack. Yeah, I'm dude. It's it's a lot of people don't know how much it adds up buying squad fitnesses every week because I apply one after every game. I know a lot of people yeah, don't I'll do, do that, well. but I don't. I want to have zero excuses. Obviously, if I lose. I don't want to be like, oh, my yeah. guy was at ninety fitness. So yeah, I and you have, I, I fully would do that too if I was at your guys's level. Like obviously, I just do it every other game, but I'm only right. trying so to that, win fourteen that games. Alone, that alone is going to cost roughly 30,000 just because each squad fitness is roughly around a thousand. Yep. Um, at on the this weekends, stage, yeah. on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. At this stage. Yeah. So you're roughly spending around a thousand coins if you're not opening packs up. So let's say you're, on average, you're spending 30,000 coins just for squad fitnesses. It adds up, man, every single week, especially with how the reward system is. I got elite one last week and got nothing, like literally nothing in my packs that it's worth it. I didn't even get, I probably didn't even make 30,000 coins back. <laughs> That's so tough. I've, I've, yeah, seen, I've so. seen it too. Oh wait, I watched. I watched your packs get open. That was embarrassing. I honestly like. I felt sick. Yeah, that's I, what I it felt was. sick so, watching that happen. Right. So I mean, 
that right there would be awesome if they do a free draft mode and give away squad fitness as the reward. Or yeah, oh, like just like good. even just if a, a consu- like a consumable pack with like maybe five rares. The only reason I say not a full rare consumable pack is, um, I think chemistry styles aren't rare. So like the chance of getting right. a shadow, like imagine you get a shadow for, for yeah, doing like a, four four games. I, li- of I like that draft. idea. I think that's a very good idea. Yeah. So and that and that and then also with that, that's part of our talk where like draft kind of stinks because if you try, so say you get that ninety nine Pele. Prime moments and the SBC's out, so you think, and you're like a elite one player, and you're like, I, well, I'm thinking about actually adding this guy to my team. I'm thinking about like liquidating everything and trying to do his SBC for my arm. Like I'm also thinking about like cutting off my right arm, like. <laughs> um, but like imagine like, cause so like if you go to a draft and you get Pele and the rest of your team is dog shit, <laughs> like Pele doesn't feel like he's so good, but like there are players that don't feel as good if your draft isn't very good, or if you come up against like some bad opponent, like if some really good opponents with like a way better squad than you, those players aren't gonna feel a free draft. You can you can go try out Pele like four times in a row and it has cost you nothing, and then it just you're like okay Pele is amazing I'm gonna go do his SPC and like liquidate and gut my entire club for it, because he's that good of a player and that's just like that that's like what I said like I think last week I said why not just give us like a free like uh, an Ulta team but it's it's literally the accounts that they get at the events, but you don't, there's only online singles to play and there's just no reward but you get to try out any player you want I don't think they'll ever do that but like the free draft might yeah. be the way to do that. Yeah, what I would I think... love as well is if the the draft was not a knockout system, but you you just draft a team and you get four games with it, win or lose, you get four games with it, and you get rewarded according to how many games you win. So if you if you lose your first two, you still have two more games. If you win them, you get the two win reward. That's oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Because yeah, nothing's worse than going in and getting like that, that first round. That you've been looking to try in the draft. If... Yeah, most Same. other. So let's take Pele as an example. And you're like, oh yes, I wanted to try him for ages. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing with him. And then, because you, you know, you get unlucky in the matchmaking. You face you someone who's an insane player, player yeah. in the first round. You get first round and you don't get to experience that player. That sucks. Yeah, F- Felix, you actually bring up a, a really, really good idea and point because I don't know if you guys have played collectible card games or anything like that. I played a few, nothing crazy, just not like Hearthstone and stuff like that. Okay, but yeah. I, I don't think I've really played like that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only thing I play is like Hearthstone and, and another one called Artifact, which was made by the people who make Dota, I think. I don't know exactly. I only played it briefly. But my, the reason why I'm even bringing this up is because when you do a draft there, yes, you pay either money or I forget what the currency they use. You pay something for it, but you get 10 games. And then you're rewarded based on how many wins I think you get in 10 games. Yep. Or it's like three losses and you're out. So it's never one and you're eliminated. So I think Felix, you have a really, really good idea there where you can set up a system where it's tier based. You get it on the amount of wins you get, but you have a set amount of games. So you've got 10 games and your reward is based off of how many win out of those 10. Not necessarily if you win one or if you don't win one, you're automatically eliminated. This is if you win five, you still get something and lose five, you still get something. That's actually a really, really good idea. I think, yeah, I think that's a really good idea too. Like, and that that doesn't have to be for the offline one we're talking about because the offline one, like we said, we don't really care about the reward. The offline one is just to try out players, but the online one, yes. Yeah, like you said, like draft matchmaking, I don't think is based on anything other than location, essentially. I, I really yeah, don't it's think it's seeded in terms of the round. Yes, so I think when I'm you're sorry, in the yeah. first round, you play some other dude in the first round. But that's about that means the only nothing thing. if you just if you just happen to start your draft at the same time as a pro player. Yeah, like if I came up against tough. you like first round, I'm, I'm there's no like doesn't matter how like different our team like so, unless like your team was the worst team of all time in draft. There's really <laughs> no team that could make up the gap of yeah, me I versus mean, you like essentially. So like if very, I came against very... you, I'm getting first rounded every time. Yeah, I got my very first draft game of FIFA 19 when it came out in early release for Xbox. 
the fir very first game after I spent uh, 300 FIFA points was against IX Joey, the professional <laughs> FIFA player. And I lost. I got tramped. I got, I got killed like 5-0 or something. It was my we very first game. Like, oh, Why did you even that accept that great. game? You saw, you saw who it was, man. <laughs> that's true. I guess there's like that. I'm different. Dude, I want to play the pro. Like that, That's how I am. That, that's why in Weekend League, I don't just play away games. I play home games. I play away ways. I want to play against better players because I want to test myself against. That's why I like Weekend League. Believe it or not, in division rivals, I don't like avoiding anybody. I'm gonna be honest, I don't I want the other team. In, in rivals, I like it. In weekend league, because you and you know, and no, we... part of the problem as well that we just discussed. In weekend league, I don't want it because of the way the rewards work and stuff. But rivals, yeah, give, I, give I me all the pros. In, in rivals, give me every single one of them. Yeah, I don't I know. I, I, weekend league, I want to play against them. I want to be able to know that I was able to beat them like the the one week where i was like man you know what i actually can get 27 the, the week i got 26 was because i had played four or five pros not pros top 100 players i should say majority of them are pros but when i had beat them that week i was like i can definitely get 27 now because i had more confidence in myself and the two weeks later after dealing with the whole lag things i finally hit it so that's why I personally like playing against them. I want to be able to test myself. And a lot of the times you don't come up against them in division rivals because the matchmaking there, sometimes you get paired up against someone who's really low in division one. They like pay, I think you get them in like 2300 skill rating, even though you're 2500. Plus you don't know who's playing. Whereas weekend league, you'll end up hitting one or two top 100 players during the run. You know, it was a good way of, of dealing with it. Just make friends with a few of those players and ask them to friendlies. <laughs> That's I mean, friendly gameplay is, is terrible, though. I wish, but like, who like I, I like playing against you is awesome. Obviously, we're we're friends and we can we can do that. But a lot of people they will either ignore you. It actually happened one time, and I, I was playing Division Rivals, and, and I played against Miles, not Lyles, but Miles FIFA, who's he's gotten like top ten a bunch of times on Weekend League, mm -hmm. and I lost. I want to say five three something like that. And I messaged him. I was like, "Hey, would you be willing to play again?" Because I was like, "Man, he's really good. I want to." I want to learn or get better or whatever. You know, I just wanted to play someone who was way better than me, but he didn't even reply. So mm -hmm. to him, I was just a joke. So that's why it's like impossible. You, it's really hard to. Well, now you're verified games. though. So I think you can, well, not on Twitter, but you're, you're FIFA ver Just, just start DMing all the pros around you and just yeah, verify on Twitter. Give me, like, know. can you, I, I, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like not verified on Twitter. You're verified like 27 wins. So it shows, it might, show, like obviously that game, like if he just thought you were a bad player that game in the game, if, if think about it, if his gameplay was bad, and that's why it was like, and he, and that's why he thought it was five three, not because you were actually a really good player. Then that's why he right. wouldn't want to give you the time of day, because he probably would. Like, if people do recognize it, he probably gets it more often, like than not, like in random games like that. Um, but yeah, like I think if you like reach out to him on Twitter and stuff like that, and say like I'm a twenty seven, like I'm an elite one player, twenty seven wins. Um, like, could you give me a game? I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to get to like that next level. And then because like, twenty seven wins is good enough for them to be like, okay, this is good practice for me too. But I, I know what you're yeah, saying. Like, it is tough. It is tough to find people like that. Yeah, it is. A lot of them, because they already know, like, it's a tight-knit community between all of them. They know each other. Yeah, they all have they group know, chats, they all that stuff. Kind of like us, like, we know yeah, we have they group they all chat. against each other, this and that, because even the weeks I beat AA9, I mean, he went on stream, and he's like, yeah, I, I lost my first game against a gold three player. I'm like, dude, like, take it easy. Like, I get it. Hi, but, I'm that gold three you know, player. Like I stuff just got like that. Wins. It's like, come on. Huh? Did you, uh, you say that? Yeah. Wow, that's sad. That's why, that's why I was saying, I was like, dude, this guy... We go not through the time. Not, not to be toxic or whatever, <laughs> but it's just, that's the kind of community we're in. And, and I know I'm going to crap for people who listen and they like a and I like a and too. I mean, he's, he's whatever. He's a good, yeah. good YouTuber. But at the end of the day, 
that's the type of people that are playing. You, you're never going to be able to say, hey, can I get a game? Because he's going to look at you like, nah, you're, you're goal three, man. See ya. Yeah, yeah. You, you, have to get, you have to get to that. You have to get almost to that pro level and be on the top 100 leaderboard and, like, consistently. And then, and then like, it's just like a slow grind like that. I mean, it's the same as, like, being a streamer as well, just not even a pro player. Like, you, or a YouTube, let's say YouTuber. Collaborations are the best thing on YouTube, honestly, like, to grow. You can't, like, I can't, like, if I was making YouTube now, I can't ask AJ3 to collaborate with me. That makes no sense on his end. So, like, right. in, in, on AA's end, he, you beat him, or you beat him, he looks at your record, and it says gold three at the time. Or whatever. So, like, that, that he automatically right. is always going to always gonna think of you as a gold three player until you hit, like, top, like, until you have the pictures to show top 100 repeatedly. And then maybe right. you can get in and, like, play a game against him or something like that. So, it, it is a long grind, and, like, maybe I'm just trying to be too uh, di- diplomatic and not try to piss anyone off no no but yeah i get it i get it but you know i'm saying when i the reason i even play all home and away and whatever because it's because i like i i know if i message people for a game they won't they won't do it because it's a tight-knit community so we're we're getting back at the same same reasoning but that's how it is that's how people look at each other when we played each other it was the first like i said the first 10 games it was like the fourth or fifth game and the stream that day is like yeah i lost my first game against a gold whatever player yeah and I knew, I knew right away. I was like, "That's that's what you're gonna have to deal with if if uh, you try to ask for a game." So yeah, everyone, listen to the podcast and then tweet at a nine skills justice for Joey. Hashtag justice for Joey. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, don't don't no, spam it. I, I I came out on Twitter. I was a little bit toxic myself, and this goes back to our discussion. Like the way he was playing triggered the crap out of me because mm-hmm. he was doing nothing but alternator crossing. Yep. And I was losing at the time, but I started, I locked in so hard because I was like, there's no way I want to lose against a guy like who plays like this, yep. even though there's nothing against him, but just the way he was playing and, and, and the game letting him get away with that play style was triggering me so bad <laughs> that I wanted nothing but to beat the, like, I just wanted to win as, as with as many goals as possible. And I literally tryharded from minute one to 90 after that, after the second time we played each other. Cause I was like, there's no way I'm going to let this guy win after him playing like that. And that's what, that's what the that. toxicity talk is as well. It's yeah, I mean, we, we take, we take gameplay and, and put that on what the person's morals are of life. Like, like if I play a, like a drop back one depth, whatever it is player, I also think they're probably a serial killer because they're a crazy person. So it's like, <laughs> and, and we just make those assumptions about people based on how they play a video game. So I can see what you mean. Like an AA nine yeah, skills I, is looking at you. He's like, he's a gold three player and he beat me. He must be, he must be an idiot. Like, I don't like him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I like there's, we, there's both sides to that. It's crazy. Yeah, and then I, I looked at him as like, there's no way you should be a top 100 player the way you play, but he's playing the most effective way to play is alternate yeah. or crossing. Yeah, yeah. I think we just take it too personal because... We do, yeah. It is football after all. We are all football fans. We love football. And that football is an emotional sport where there's rivalries and... It is, it is just something that is very essentially big in people's everyday life. They, they're a fan of a club that can make their entire mood for a week if, if their club wins or, or loses in a derby game or something. I think that is part of the reason as well, but we just take it way too personal. That Don't think of it as, this dude is playing this way to make me angry or to piss me no, off. I know, it's, I know. It's, no, people do that though, people do that. I know. It's I hard know. not to. Play that way because they I'm just want cursed to with being competitive. Man. That's what it is. I'm, I have a curse of being competitive and, I, and if... The, yeah, the I'm, thing I'm the is same, though, bro. I'm 100% the same. Yeah, but the thing is, though, I'm I'm not competitive to the point where I will abuse game mechanics. That's the problem with me. I'll try to do it 
in a way where it's like I, I'm playing the game, quote unquote, to me, what I consider properly. It just goes back to I myself was toxic, toxic that day because when I was about to tweet to him and be like, dude, I can't believe you play that way. But I stopped myself. I was like, all right, calm down, calm down. But I, it's it's 100%. It's the game triggering me and leading me to be toxic. And it's crazy now that we talked about that, how I thought about it back again. It's like nothing against the guy. He, he just played that way. It's actually yeah, the game. Yeah, it's not like... It's the game. It's not the people. They, they just they just try to win. They don't try to trigger right, people right. or something. They just try to win. And it's the game that, the, with the way it is and the way what works to let you win. Which is frustrating people. It was funny. I was watching Team Takedown with uh, Capcom Tom and AJ3 today as well. Um, and they both built their teams. And as they went to the game, AJ3's like, I, yeah, I put Bale in. Um, they, so the, the players, Vendus, the Roy's prime moments icon, they just did the uh, loan item. And so AJ3, his front three was Dembele, uh, the headliners, uh, left wing. Vendus, the Roy, and Bale. He's like, yeah, I literally put Dembele because he's got sick crossing. And Vendus, the Roy, and Bale are super tall, so they're going to head everything. And then Tom had. Um, I forget who it was. Oh, he put in Di Maria just so he could do the El Tornado. <laughs> and literally, they, wow, they went to the game and told, each other, and told each other that's how they are going to play. And they literally did that. And he scored a cross within like the first like 20 minutes, something like that. Without, and then uh, Tom scored an El Tornado goal. <laughs> that would and, but they I mean, both I'm... were laughing. They, were, they both loved it because you're talking to the person at the time. And they yeah, both yeah, said going yeah. into, into the game that that's how they are going to play. <laughs> it was so yeah, funny. It's such a difference as well when you, when you know the person you're talking to or, and you're talking to them at the time when yeah. you play. It makes such a big difference because in in rivals and champs, I would get mad, I would get triggered, I would get annoyed. But when when I'm playing friendlies and I'm talking to the people, I just laugh, man. It's, it's hilarious. Even if I get smacked five nil, I'd, I'd I'd find it funny. I'd have yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, like if Felix did that to me, I wouldn't be as triggered. I wouldn't care. I'm like, yeah, you're in a whatever. chat talking to each other, playing. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. You guys but are laughing because about it. it was in the competitive and weekend league, that's what got me. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm winning. I don't care what I have to do. I'm winning this damn game. But I still did it without without alternator crossing or any of that bull crap that everyone's doing. See, this is the thing why I like Inceptions and Stallion Samus, Italian Stallion, so much. And I'm sure you guys have watched Inceptions before. Like he, yeah, he yeah. literally is so passionate about the game. But when yeah. he plays someone like that, he also gets angry and upset and he, he wants he wants to do whatever he can to beat them but he's not going to go to the point where he's going to also alternate across yep. he's going to try to beat them playing proper football and i'm cursed with that i'm in the same exact boat as they are mm -hmm. as those two are because i want to play proper i would say i'm the same i don't really do that like do thing. I, I would say I'm, the, I'm kind of the same too like i would never like all three of us have said like we're never going to stoop down to one depth drop back because that's just not it's just too boring which again is like uh, it's uh, but I, you can't get mad at like it comes back to toxicity is that what my whole goal of this conversation which i think we hit part right on the head is we you can't get mad at the other person the other person didn't create the toxicity fifa created it like or ea created it by the gameplay and then the system of what are the, the types of game modes we can play we can because if that kind of gameplay was in online singles like all the time no just people would not care because online singles but because it's in weekend league it's in draft it's in rivals people can care so the bad gameplay plus the ultra competitive modes has just created so much like unnecessary toxicity between yeah. everyone because it's you can't get that it's you have to just look at it as a whole you can't get mad at a9 for el tornadoing because no, no, el tornadoing is yeah. like the best way one of the best ways to score right. i remember that, that night pro I... clubs we had felix i think you were there right we just el tornado like a thousand <laughs> times in a row. i remember we like seven we, so i think we funny. beat a team like six one with like all six goals el tornado crosses it was just it was just uh, myself and um finisher who's in the chat <laughs> it was just us on on the wings just spamming one el tornado cross after the other and we to, had to a six, three of us six, in the box six foot six striker in the center it was 
it was hilarious, man, because the crosses are just so stupidly accurate and it makes the players lock onto the ball in a way where you just can't do anything as a defender. We we were laughing so hard, man. It's so much fun because because how stupid it is, really. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I really it's 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 the actual mechanics, not the yeah. person, and that's what I I realized after. I'm like, you know what, everyone at the top, especially when we were watching the tournaments, they're all they're all doing it. Yeah. Everyone like I, they don't do it from the start because I think they're pro, like they're no. pros against other pros, so they don't want to look bad. But like as soon as someone goes down like two to one and it's like an elimination game, the you. you they're gonna do what works. They're not gonna. I'm not gonna be like. Well, we talked about last week. The prize money is a joke. But essentially, like assuming the prize money is good, they're not like. Yeah, I'm gonna give away uh, uh, thirty thousand dollars because I don't. I'm too noble to alternate across. No one's gonna do. No one's gonna do that. And if they do, <laughs> yeah. then they're they already have the money. Like, yeah, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like, I'm not just gonna be like, oh yeah, thirty thousand dollars. I don't need that. I'm just gonna let this guy win yeah, two to one because yeah, I can't yeah, score yeah. against them. You're right, you're right. Where right. an alternate cross would get me a goal, like eventually, like if I spammed it enough times, like against a pro, like uh, not me, but like a pro against a pro is gonna score. Like so, I got you. Can, again, if you see it in a pro level tournament, you can't get that mad. But a hundred percent, I agree. Like I, I, I don't know, it's just tough to. There's really no way around it in the competitive game mode too, because something's always gonna be broken. No matter how good a game it is, I think uh, just maybe that's just FIFA crushing my soul over the years. But there's gonna be something that's broken every every year, and yeah, we're gonna get mad at the people, like, for, so and we're gonna things. get mad at people spamming it, even though it's like a good broken mechanic. It's, it's, it's a phase of, of hate the game, not the player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, everyone be nice and don't send messages calling me a loser when I score seven <laughs> on you because you're juggling around the back, please. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, I've never, I've never sent anyone anything after like I, it's not to that point. No, no, but... I've only ever sent, I've never sent anything after losing. Um, I've only sent things after, after winning. winning. If it's a good game, if it's a, if it's like yeah, a, yeah. if they're a scummy player, I won't, I won't message them either because I just know it's going to trigger funny. more. It's funny you 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 just mentioned that because the, uh, my first loss this weekend was against the drop back, and I literally was peppering his goal, but for whatever reason, that one end of era check or whatever the card is, yeah, yeah. saved everything man any anything i i was shooting his way and uh he won one nil and he messaged me gg and i'm like what am i supposed to reply to this guy right now like it wasn't a good game from your end yeah 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 he had one shot on target it went in and he and he sent me gg and i said i was i first i put gg and i I deleted it and i put yep and then he (laughs) replied he goes i send sarcasm and i'm like well you know what you lose some and you win some on people that's just how it is yeah so you got out of the conversation before it got worse but yeah, no, I'll do the same. Like, I've only ever... I don't really send GG too often just because, the, again, the community is so, tr- like, tr- trained that a GG is, like, uh, me bragging. So, like, I'm not even going to send it. Like, even though a GG can mean, like... So, like, when people send it to me and they actually beat me and it's, like, a really good game, I love it. Like, I I, I, I don't mind that. But, like, yeah. I, I'm just afraid to send one and have someone get pissed at me thinking I'm it bragging really, to them. It really depends what the game is going like. So, yeah, if, if I, I score an it's goal, you'll never see me send GG. GG and it's genuinely been a game between two players who played a good game... And it was close, and it's just margins deciding it. And there wasn't really any aids or nonsense or someone getting super lucky. And it's just someone saying, hey, that was a good game. Well played. I'm not, yeah, I'm but not no, he was trolling me 100%. If, he was trolling if, me. If I get a message saying GG when I've had 20 shots on target and I lost 1-0 to his only shot, man, that is just taking a piss, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that's I won't, what if I know I won like with an AIDS goal, I'll be like either sorry or yeah, like, then I'm not that's not my fault, that's the game's game fault, and I won't send a GG. I, I even send those after losing. If I play against a, a top player and, and he beats me narrowly, I'm like, yo, that was a good game, and I, I message him GG, and that's fine then. It really depends how the game goes, I guess. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that's like I think we achieved what we want. Well, at least my idea of going into that conversation, we we kept it civil and like we we kind of hit like the ending goal of just like yes, there are there, there's always going to be like the people that are purposely trying to trigger you on just if you can ignore them and just don't get mad at the people trying to abuse mechanics because they're abusing it for the game's reason. EA is the reason why we're abusing mechanics, not the person. Get mad at EA for that. Yeah, don't um, be like me. Well, <laughs> but, but we all are. That's the thing. Is like you can't get mad at you because yeah. like we're all like that. I've I've definitely been there. I've had the message typed out or something like that on my Xbox messages, or I've thought I've perfectly had it in my head ready to type out. So we're all like that a little bit. Just tr- it's hard. It's, it's all like hindsight's twenty twenty, but. Uh, just try, try to think of that when you're playing as if they're doing drop back on you unless they're really being scummy like it's probably just because it works like there's a there's a reason why it's happening if it didn't work it wouldn't they wouldn't do it so blame EA for allowing it to work rather than the player and with that I think that's enough talk, t- talking for today about it uh, we appreciate you for listening um, thank you for being in the Twitch chat if you're here live and if you're listening on either Podbean or iTunes still trying to work on SoundCloud they just have a longer review process because they don't let every every uh, podcast on there. Uh, thank you guys for listening. So leave reviews, subscribe, uh, like it. Tweet at us if you have any ideas for topics or if you ha- liked any of our topics this week and you want to continue the conversation over on Twitter, um, just tag all three of us. Uh, link to the Twitters will be down below. Um, and I appreciate you guys for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye.